That's one great number. Welcome to Viva La Derby. I'm the Big Kahuna. I'm Dominator. I'm Anna Wall. I'm Kiki Chaos. And I'm Elizabeth Slamda. <laughs> and we are here um, recording a very special episode of Evil Derby, something that we're going to be doing going forward for this year, specifically around the very special 5x5 Roller Derby Championship. And I'm a little bit different to our normal podcast, just I'm the only guy here, so I feel very lucky to be with four lovely ladies. Damn. So thank you all for joining me. Denominator, how are you doing? Yeah, good buddy. Um, really excited to be um, joined by two new voices, I guess, Kiki and Elizabeth. Um, happy, can't wait to hear their insight about what they the five and five is going to turn out like. Anna War, not part of one of the participating leagues, but part of Viva the Derby, and always having very good insights into the game that we all love. Thanks for joining us for this one. Always. Um, yeah, a little bit sad that I'm not going to be involved, but um, I'll still be there and uh, checking out all the derby and watching all the derby that I can, of course. Kiki Chaos from Central Coast Roller Girls, captain of the Valkyries. How you doing, ma'am? I'm doing very well, thank you, sir. You excited? I'm always excited. <laughs> you are always excited, aren't you? <laughs> Always. <laughs> about the podcast or about the 5x5? Five five? Oh, just about all of it. 5x5 five five is going to be fantastic. It's like a big reunion of sorts and just an excuse to have some good derby, I think. And from Hawkesbury area roller derby, Lisbeth Slamda, world-renowned writer for Roller Derby AU. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. Okay, so the way we're going to do it is just basically each round we're going to break down the, the, the previous round, what happened in the bouts, etc., and hopefully have a lot of interviews with some of the skaters, and then preview the upcoming round. Seeing as how the season is about to get started, I wanted to kick off with a season preview. Let's talk about what it's going to look like, who's involved, what the teams are like, and maybe even if we want to put our money where our mouth is, maybe make some predictions as well of how it might all go. Um, for those of you not in the know, 5x5 Roller Derby Championship is a round-robin tournament going over six months. There's going to be five season rounds um, culminating in a grand final. So starting in March all the way through to August, the participating leagues are in alphabetical order. Blue Mountains Roller Derby League, Central Coast Roller Girls, Hawkesbury Area or Hawkesbury Hills Area Roller Derby, Inner West Roller Derby League and Southside Derby Dolls. We've got a few representatives from the different uh, leagues and organisations here on the podcast to give us a bit more well-rounded sort of view than if it was just uh, Noms and I and Anna with a very purple and teal kind of coloured vision, I think. (laughs) Um, So how does that sound? Do you think that's a good idea? Well, we'll see how it goes, hey? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so round one's going to kick off at the Central Coast this Saturday, March 16. Tickets are still available. Round round1.eventbrite.com.au. Uh, Otherwise, just go to 5x5derby.com and click on the big button that says buy tickets now. But we'll start off with going through each of the teams and what we sort of see as, uh, I guess, strengths and weaknesses, some of the player movement, all that sort of thing. And we'll just do it in alphabetical order so it's nice and logical, starting off with Blue Mountains Roller Derby League. Blue Mountains start, were established in 2011. Of the five leagues involved, they're probably one of the more experienced ones, especially in comparison to some, you know, Inner West and Southside. A few bouts last year, um, both hard, oh, hard have played Blue Mountains, Central Coast, Kiki, you're very familiar with the Blue Mountains girls? Yes, we are. Um, having, I think, borrowed some skaters at some point as well, or played with a few of them anyway in, in some mixed bouts? Yeah, I think we've done, and also with the hard girls up at Coffs Harbour, we, we got to play with Miss Behave, which was fantastic, and also, again, with a couple for the beauty school knockouts with hard for a couple of us as well. Okay, so let's go through some of what they've done in the past. Um, the Free Sisters is the name of their travel team. They're going to be wearing royal blue and black is their alternate colour as well. So the good thing about the 5x5 five five competition is we've got five leagues that are relatively the same age and experience, um, all having come about in the last two to three years. 
uh, I think the oldest league, Central Coast, started at the end of 2010. Wow. So, and and the youngest league, Inner West, starting in March of 2012. So, not even a year or a year old now. Um, we're starting with Blue Mountains. They started in 2011. In 2012 is the first time they actually bowed So, like I said, everyone's sort of on that same level. In 2012, the Free Sisters in the Royal Blue, and their alternate colour is black, went 3-3 three and three for the year. Had some big bouts against... Um, they took out a win in their first ever sort of interleague bout against WSR's home team, the Zombies. Then they travelled to, or hard travelled to the Blue Mountains for a bout, and Blue Mountains were able to take that one out. Lisbeth Slamda, you were at that bout, and you probably remember that one quite fondly for one of your debuts. Indeed. It was the first and last time I ever commentated during a bout. Is, does that mean last time forever? Yeah. Derby? Is that why? Yeah. Uh, one of the reasons nah it's just I get too passionate as a fan so I can't I can't be impartial I want to yell out shit you know so like you know call off the jam or whatever but yeah actually while we've got you here this is not the intention of it and it's not meant to be an ambush but why the fuck do you say Derby (laughs) (laughs) because um, um, I followed Liverpool like the football or the soccer team for like (laughs) <laughs> I'll pick up Chelsea supporter. Um, <laughs> there's a and there's a team over in England called Derby County, which is spelled D R B Y. So ever since I was a kid, that's how I learnt to pronounce the word. So hence why I pronounce it Derby. I understand, but you know now that it's not correct. <laughs> Bollocks! It's correct to me. <laughs> If it's real for her, Kahuna, it's real for her. Now, beyond beyond just announcing for that bout, what do you remember um, of Hard taking on Blue Mountains? What can you tell us about Blue Mountains from that bout? Oh, I mean, Misbehave was, like, easily one of the standout performers for him. Um, Toxiho had a cracking game, but she's not with him anymore. But um, they played really well, and, I mean, we had a couple of the S2D2 guys helping us out, like, to fill out some of the spots, and um, so that was a learning experience as well. It was definitely a tight game. So Blue Mountains came away with a win there, um, and that brought them into the Eastern Region tournament last year, the SmackDown, where they made it into the quarterfinals by going down to Sydney's... Not, um, no, Sydney's B team, sorry, the firing squad, and then pulling out a win against uh, Newbie's Coastal Knockouts, brought them into the quarterfinals where they went up against um, Western Sydney's Boutlaws, the travel team, yep. and go- went down there 149-81. to 81. They rounded out the year um, against the Snipers from Sydney with a loss there, bringing them to 3-3 three and three for the year and 3-4 and four total because just this last month in February, they kind of got the drop on all the 5x5 five five leagues and hosted a bout against Varsity Derby Leagues, Dishonor Rollers, and had a chance to play with a new rule set and everything. So overall, the Free Sisters are 3-4, and four, seven bouts under their belt. Um, a little bit of experience. Does anyone want to sort of shed some light on, on the Blue Mounds or got any insights into Blue Mounds, what you think they're going to be like this year? Um, I'm expecting pretty big things from them. After the performance at um, ERD, they came out really strong. I really didn't know much about Blue Mountain before that. They sort of kept quiet and kept to themselves. They trained for a really long time before they came out on the scene and started playing people. So I, I, I expect really good things from them, and they've got a pretty tight team, so... Good things. Yeah, they've got blood red now, haven't they? Yeah, they do. They do. So yeah. let, yep. let's actually talk about their lineup and, and what they're going to the first bout with anyway. Whether that stays the same through the whole season, we don't know yet. But um, Blue Mountain's free sisters for the round one will be Captain Roxy Tosin, Ninja Rogers, Mulan Bruce, Rapunzel, Candy Kane. Hellfire Heidi, uh, one of the featured skaters on 5x5derby.com, Rapidash, Blood Red Penny, uh, Stella Raw, Misbehave, and Brutty Loops. Their benches are going to be Bad Bushka and Scary Lee. So that's the lineup. What do you think of that? Like I said, I, uh, other than seeing them at um, ERD, Misbehave is definitely a standout for me. And I know Blood Red from back from her um, uh, Hawkesbury days. So, you know, both great skaters. So, they're going to be really, really strong. We saw them play against uh, Varsity for the first game of the season, well, at least that I saw. And even though they 
uh, don't have uh, you named her before Toxiho, Toxiho. Um, and Toxiho. maybe a couple of others because their lineup seems a little small. Um, I think they they still show that they're going to go out there fighting, and they have come together as a team. From what I have seen, um, a couple of other games I've seen them, and they didn't they weren't quite as uh, together as they could have been, but they've really pulled it in for this season. I think they've been um, really working on their teamwork, so I think they'll they'll come out firing. I'm expecting big things from Blue Mountains. I think they might be one of the top contenders anyway out of the five. Uh, their jammer rotation, or the three main jammers they kind of throw out, they've got quite a few girls that can kind of pull on that um, jammer panty, but uh, we're talking about Mulan Brews, Misbehave, and Rapid Dash. Uh, Roxy Tosin jumps in every now and then, and Red can actually do some jamming for them as well and fill in. But Misbehave is is a beast. She's awesome. And throw in Rapid Dash and Mulan Brews, and that's a pretty formidable rotation they got in the jammers there. Um, losing Toxie Ho is obviously a loss. She's been there from the start, but I think Red can really make up for that loss. And, and so far, anyway, in that first bout against Vasi, it looks like she's fitting in pretty good. Anything else people want to add about Blue Mountains? I think it's just going to be really exciting to see them come together because they do have some standouts. But by the looks of it, I think usually when you um, put forth a small team, you've got a lot more um, intention in going out there and, and playing well. And it usually means a really tight team. I agree. Thank you. <laughs> Look for some good stuff from Blue Mountains. Next, alphabetically, is Central Coast Roller Girls, the Valkyries. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be rolling in navy blue and silver as their alternate colour. Uh, established in 2010, the CCRG girls have had probably the most, actually not probably, the most experience out of anyone in the competition as far as bouts under their belt, maybe not necessarily as the Valkyries, but lots of home bouts. You had, Kiki, your own little home tournament for yep. a while there. Yep. I mean, starting out with the, the Goody Two-Shoes and the Axles, Axles of Evil. Of evil yep. That was the start of it, and just so, like, you filled out your skater profile for 5x5, five five and you've got 18 <laughs> bouts. I know, I didn't Jeez. put the mini bouts in there. And then I thought, wow, I'm like a bout tart. <laughs> really tart when it comes to bouting. But, it, I mean, in saying that, you know my views on bouts. It's like, you know, scrimmage on acid for me. I absolutely love it. So, you know, we, I think for us, we train, you know, we at, at CCRG, we've got our scrimmage nights and we've got our endurance nights for training. But it's been a long time coming for our scrimmage to get a consistent scrimmage in. So... A lot of those boutings ended up being exactly that, you know, glorified scrimmage for us, where we could learn and, and, you know, all chip in and have a go, really. Now, overall, the Valkyries as a team, your record is one and five, one win, five losses. Having said that, though, two of those um, first bouts, so one against uh, Wollongong Steel City Derby Dolls, which is a, a now a WFTDA apprentice team and one of the A-leagues in the ERD sort of tournament yeah. um, was very early in CCRG's existence and maybe a little bit so, too early to be playing uh, someone on that level? Um, yeah, look, that's all a bit of a blur for me. All I know is we had really shocking feeders, pink shirts and silver hot pants. <laughs> but it was, like, I, I do believe it, it. we learnt from it. But, yeah, I'd, I'd probably personally tend to agree that it was way too early for us as a league to go out there. But at least you got that experience under your belt. I know, we um, love the Wollongong girls. That same year you went and played uh, Newcastle's B team, the Star Riots. Yep, yep. On a pretty big stage, actually. Yeah, it was huge. Um, also quite early in the in the bouting sort of life cycle, I guess, of the Valkyries. And then took a bit of time off from the travel team to really concentrate on your home teams throughout 2012, leading up to Eastern Region, where you actually ran into... Our team, one of our girls here, actually, Anna War, played you in that in that first round of the Eastern Region. Um, I remember, do you remember Anna? S two D two taking out the win there, and then you obviously went up against uh, the Snipers from Sydney. Then after that, Central Coast had a win against Newcastle Star Riots again, the B team from Newcastle. So one year later, go up against the same team, and this time the re- the results are reversed. Yeah, yeah, it was a great game. It was pretty, but it was hard. It's a nice, calm game. And um, we all went in the first one. 
what that offers me. And then rounding out the year in 2012, you took on Southside's The Force again, um, hosting them up there in Central Coast, or hosting us up there in Central Coast. Another loss for Central Coast, but this time a lot closer. Yeah. Um, it was a great way, too, for us to end the year. with fantastic, and you always bring a massive crowd, so we were glad to have the energy. And, of course, we were all at that one, being Southside's <laughs> the force playing. But, and all you got any memories from that game? What did you think of Central uh, Coast? That game was so different to the ARD. I think we were both out there to, um, we were like, right, we you before, we can do this. And that was our mentality. I think it was like both teams' mentality, because you could see it on the track. And it was like nickel and diming, and then there would be a power jam, and then, hey, Southside got a power jam, and then, uh, Central Coast, we get our power jam. It was just back and forth and back and forth. And I think it was, we had a tie game after one jam, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 121 apiece, it got to towards yeah. the end, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, that was, a, that was a great game. And unfortunately, my last, um, game was it was your last game with S2D2, and, and that's probably going to be a big difference there as well. Um, it's going to be weird when we talk about S2D2 and talk about how you're not in the team and pretend like you're not here when we have the conversation. But, like, you actually brought took out the last two jams in that game, and I put you out there because I was bench coaching. Um, and I don't know if you know, but you actually scored 105 points for us in that bout. Holy crap. And it turned out to be quite a difference maker and very much one of the reasons why we won, I guess. Obviously, it's always a team effort. Um, Killer B and, and some other jammers are really chipping in there. But it'll be interesting to see what the Valkyries will be like. Um, would have uh, Interesting to see what it would have been like if, if your point contribution wasn't there. But Kiki, I'll get you to go through the roster for round one of the 5x5 with Central Coast. Okay, so who we've got on the team? We've got myself. Captain. Uh, Mini Mayhem is the uh, assistant captain. Alitude 101, Cyclone Tracy, Allure and Kill, Cindy Slaughter, Teeny Flatini. Um, she's debuting in this one. Shell Destroyer, Bazooka Bazooka, Rat Bag, Mel Teaser. It's her first game, also, Valkyrie game, also. Uh, Hannibal Dector, and this is her first <laughs> game, also. Uh, Swissy Fit, and Lady Rep. We've got the bench manager is Commissar and the assistant benchy is Axel Rold. So you've got a few new girls making their debut in yeah, the team. We've, we've got a squad now of probably 20 for the squad and so we've got a bit of play there to make up our teams, which is really good. And uh, that's going to be made up of our new girls that have just come through the, the, um, the last round of skills testing and so forth. Who's, um, have you got any, for some of the new people, or maybe some of the people that aren't as familiar with Central Coast, who yes. should we keep an eye on? Who's going to make an impact in this tournament? Look, it, you know how the um, Valkyries roll. We're very much an all-rounder team, um, and it is a team effort. But we have to watch out for, definitely have a look for Teeny for Teeny. Um, as a newbie, Hannibal Dector, they're both incredible jammers and... Um, You've got your usuals in there. Lou and Kill is also one of someone that we like to look out for in a jamming position. But yeah, I think she got the MVP against Southsides. Yes, she did. Yeah. Well um, one of the names that I see missing in round one and scored the most points for you against us last November is um, Hazy Demon. Yes, yes, she's out for this one and, you know, um, definitely missed but still at training and um, hopefully she'll be in for the next round. Um, yeah, so Central Coast, probably um, again one of the top contenders in the in the five by five. I think we're we've definitely got you marked down as as a scary competition, especially in this first bout. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be fun. I mean, we do have a tight team. It is we are one that likes a joke and a laugh, and we do our auto dance cues and all the rest of it. But um, we, we're training really hard at the moment and it's starting to show for us in, in some really good ways. And it's going to be exciting for the, the newbies, the, the ones that are, you know, debuting for a Valkyries game. It's going to be exciting skating along with them because we've worked really hard together as a team. 
Now, one of the other changes, um, although the team has remained relatively intact from Eastern Region as well as your last bout in November with Southside, is um, bench manager. Yes. Evil Petting Zoo no longer with the team? No, he's no longer with the league. He's gone back to Newcastle to in a refing capacity. And what sort of impact does a change like that have on the Valkyries? Look, you know, it has been it has been minimal in the sense that you know the lessons that we've learned from Zoo were were val- very very valuable, and we've worked hard to maintain um, the the lessons and the training that he instilled in us, and we've just kept rolling, yeah. So we've just kept kept on keeping on. Next up, we go to Hawkesbury Hills area roller derby. The Kamikazes will be in yellow and camo colours, or camo and yellow colours, established in January of 2011, along with Central Coast, are probably one of the more the most experienced teams in the competition. Um, they actually played with Central Coast against Coffs Coast, and in the last year alone, 12... Uh, 2012 had eight bouts as a travel team, which um, is huge when you look at some of the other teams in the competition as well. They are not afraid of who they go up against and have played some massive teams as well that I think some of the other teams might have been a bit afraid to go against. But Lisbeth Slander, you are with Hawkesbury area, not on the kamikazes just yet, but know them intimately. Tell us a bit about Hard. Yeah, like last year was our first batting year. Uh, um, I mean, we took on quite a few teams from the Sydney League, some of their home teams like Screaming Assault Sirens and Beauty School Knockouts. Um, I mean, and then like those sort of games, you know, you sort of really know you're going to get your ass handed to you, so there was no pressure. It was more just like the guys sort of working together and just trying to, you know, work to their own game plan. We um, we surprised the Beauty School Knockouts for a little bit of the game um, with some tactics that we threw them in that took them by surprise. But yeah, like I mean, and then some like obviously got to ERD, had a win against Inner West, lost to Canberra's B team, yeah, and then when we had to play in the quarterfinals, unfortunately, the injuries got to our team and we didn't have enough players to field a team in the second half, so we had to forfeit that game. Yeah, no, it's, it's been a great learning experience, like watching from the sidelines to see how they've improved. We mentioned the bout with Blue Mountains um, that you were at. I didn't sort of mention the the score there. Probably the closest of, of a lot of the bouts between the competing teams. Blue Mountain did win that one, but it was only 19 points between Blue Mountains and Hard. And then, of course, like you said, Hard beating Inner West, one of the other teams at Eastern Region. I think Hard has the most experience with the rest of the competition, playing South Sides of the Force as well in October in a loss there. But um, let's go through the, the lineup anyway, the team. What, who's in the roster for round one? Yeah, so we've got Lolo Bola as our captain. We've got Punky Brawlstar. We've got Kelly May, who used to go by the name Atomic Cherry, uh, Matron of Pain, Apulia Hair. Dislocate, Posh Deckham, Danger Blonde, Decomposition, who's making her debut, Temper Tramp, Tramp who's making her debut too, uh, Regurgiscator, Poison Pout, and Butter Scream, who are also making their debuts. Now, of the teams in the competition, probably along with Inner West, and we'll get to that, but there's been a bit of movement from Harden, and probably one of the biggest losses was Dobie One Kenobi. Moving on, I, I know that last year she was definitely a gun jammer for Hard and, and there was a lot of heavy lifting done by Adobe. Who's sort of going to be stepping up and, and taking that spot, I guess, to put the team on their shoulders and, and really step you know step up to the spotlight? Probably, since we've obviously lost uh, Adobe, I'd say our go-to jammer for this year will probably be Posh Deckham. Um, easily probably our most reliable jammer that we do have who can score points pretty pretty well. And obviously Punky Brawlstar, who's, yeah. you know, obviously shorter, so she can sneak through gaps pretty pretty well. So Now, Kiki, you've actually... This, the Valkyries haven't played against hard, but you are very familiar with them, having skated with them quite often, actually. Yeah, well, look, yeah. we were trying to figure out whether it's legal to half-time when we actually go... Um, up against them. Some of us have hard shirts still, so we were wondering if we're all ro- registered and rostered on. Is it illegal at half time to put on a different shirt and play for the other team? No. <laughs> I don't think there's a rule specifically against that, no. 
Yeah, okay. But it would be so, totally awkward. <laughs> I, awkward, smokewood. We could still have a go at it. We'll see I've what done the complaining. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, look, we we have played with them. So playing against them and it's, I mean, we're all in regular contact with each other, aren't we? So it has come up, I, I know, on both camps about how we are going to handle this one. But when um, push comes to shove and you're on the track, uh, we like to play friendly, and and um, but we like to play hard. So it's going to be really, really fun. Now Lots men- of giggles, hey? Yeah. We mentioned one of the other losses uh, as a plus for Blue Mountains, but a loss for Hard is uh, Blood Red Penny. Um, who else has sort of moved on from the team in the off-season, Elizabeth? Um, trying to think. Um- Blood Red Penny, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Technical Her. Yeah, she's taken a year off sort of thing. So, I mean, like, she was one of those all-rounders who could, you know, jam and obviously block pretty well. So, that's going to be a loss as well. Um, Candy Chaos has also moved, geographically speaking. Yeah, she's gone to Central Coast Knockouts um, because she moved up there. So, that's another blocking loss that we're going to have. So, um, I mean, although we've lost quite a few players, I mean, we've, we've, you know, got a lot of quite a few players making their debuts and um, having having helped with like the co-benching like with this year for the Kazis, um, like I've seen them in training and you know the team spirit's pretty good and like the new guys they've stepped in pretty well so you know I've got all faith in them that they're going to do really well on Saturday So tell us about these rookies making their debuts we've got Decomposition Temper Tramp Regurgiskator Poison Pout and Butterscream Yep. So five newbies in the lineup. How are they going to um, melt? I guess gel with the team. Well, I mean, like we've like the Kazis had their own training during the week, sort of thing, separate to the rest of the league. So they've had time to sort of work on plays together and sort of you know they've they've basically trained together as a team. So they've you know gelled in pretty well with them. So and then more experienced guys are helping them out, which is which is good. So I mean, the likes of you know decomposition, temper, tramp. You know, regurgitated like you know they've got like potential to be pretty good jammers. So we've got there's no shortage of you know jamming options there, and you know butter scream is going to be an absolute blocking beast. So um, I mean like the, the losses you know obviously they're going to hurt, but I mean the guys coming up they're going to I reckon they'll do real well once they settle in. One thing that Hard has always been renowned for the Kamikaze is their excuse the pun but their hard hits. <laughs> They have a, a yeah. huge pack, take up a lot of the track at one time, and someone that's come against that pack and tried to get through, uh, Animal, <laughs> what was it like jamming against the Kamikazes? Uh, I remember there was one specific jam, and we all went out on the track, and then Poz called uh, a timeout, and then the next lineup that she put on after the, ti- after the timeout was different to what was lined up on the track prior to the timeout and then you know on the track after the timeout there was uh atomic cherry or kelly may um lola ebola apple your hair and someone else and i'm I, and i'm on there on the jammer line going damn you pause damn you pause <laughs> i was like this is um, gonna be hell bars, sorry <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, oh, right. that's called the Wall of Ass, isn't it? The, the, the girls all ass. up there. <laughs> it is the Wall of Ass. <laughs> well, I know that when, because I was bench coaching at the time, um, we definitely had to think about who we put up against those lineups. I mean, I, I jammed the hell out of Anawar, but some of our smaller jammers at the time, um, Strawberry Slaughter Cake and Delinquent, had fewer and fewer jams as the as the bout went on because they just could not bust those those walls. They were just too big and too strong and too powerful. And, and I think that's going to be a trait that we're going to see this season and I think they'll need to take advantage of that to, to get, you know, come through with the, in the competition. Yeah, like, I mean, you know, Poz knows what she's doing, so... Like, look, obviously, we'll use it to, you know, to our advantage, so it should be interesting. Okay, anyone else got anything on hard? I'm still doing the visuals of the wall of arse and how big it is, how hard it is to get through. <laughs> it's, it's ladies, Lola, I'm sorry, it is a lovely wall of arse, but it's very, very terrifying. <laughs> 
brings us to our next team in the 5x5 competition in a West Roller Derby League. The new kids on the block, definitely the baby team in the competition, established in March of 2012, only just passing their 12-month mark. Um, they debuted, as far as the travel team goes, at Eastern Region, their first bout ever, going up against Canberra's B team, the Vice City Brawlers, which is a hell of a bout to make your debut against. They have the buy-in round one, so we don't have the team lineup. I do know, however, that they have had quite a few losses in the off-season. Um, we've seen a few of the girls go across to Sydney Roller Derby League as well as to Southside. We've got a couple of their, their girls come across as well. I'm interested to see, you know, who sort of fills that gap, um, some of their girls that they've lost. Hard played in a West. You obviously didn't play in the bout, Elizabeth, but do you remember much about it? Um, I didn't actually watch that one. That was hard. Because I was doing report. You're doing reporting. <laughs> I know, other track. I know. Yeah, because I, I was doing all the write-ups for Roller WAU, so I was on the other track, which was, um, I think, Newcastle, Sydney. Um, hard took that one out, 176 to 69. And obviously the Canberra game was a brutal one to watch, actually, 294 to 11. But um, despite only scoring 11 in that bout, they definitely had the crowd on their side denominator. Yeah, definitely. I I felt for those girls every time they went down, every time they got hit, my heart broke a little bit. But just their determination and the fact they finished the bout was, was incredible. So... I'm excited to see what they bring to the to the comp. Um, like you said, they are a baby league; they are fairly new. Um, with some, they have lost some of their key skaters, so I really, I really hope that they are um, skaters, or they they really work well with their team and bring it together, so they can make a really good um, impact and show everybody um, that they're the baby not to mess with. Absolutely. Uh, they rounded out the year with a bout against Wollongong um, because it was a, I think it was a closed bout or at least it wasn't publicly advertised. Um, scores were very difficult to track down, but I do know that it ended in a loss. This year, as I said, they have lost some skaters, but I think it will mean that some of the skaters that were still there are going to be stepping up and taking a lot of the brunt of the workload. Obviously, um, Denominator and Anna, well, we're very familiar with Meliminator. And any time you have her yeah. in a in a pack um, playing defense, it's it's difficult to get past. Jammers to keep an eye out on this year will be um, Wack Russell Terrier, Betty Rocker, and Chevy Chase. I know they they're going to be relishing the opportunity that, to really carry the team as well. And there's going to be a lot of names there that the Derby community in Eastern Region aren't necessarily familiar with because they're still new and they haven't had that many bouts. But I'm betting that there's going to be some names that we remember at the end of it. Now, Anawar, um, although they haven't had many bouts and they haven't bouted Southside, last year you did get to scrimmage with them, scrimmage with them quite often. They actually see Southside as like their big derby sisters, I guess, but you're, you're quite familiar with the way they play from just from scrimmaging and training. Yeah, um, we went out there a couple of times and each time we went back, even though there was only about a week or maximum of two weeks between the times that we went out there to scrimmage them, um, the improvement in such a short amount of time from Inner West was um, completely amazing. Uh, they would take on board the the tips that we gave them. They were watching us like hawks and watching how we play, um, getting those like nuances that uh, Southside how Southside played. And every time we went back there, just blew us away how quickly they were picking up things. And I think. Um, I know they've had some help from um, Sydney and some of the Sydney coaches, so I think that they are they're going to make their presence known. Yeah, I mean, like we we did say they've lost a few skaters, but at the end of last year in December, they actually had their home bout, a family and friends one, and they were had enough skaters to field two full teams, which is more than a lot of the teams in the competition can say for themselves. I know Southside can't have two home teams yet so they may have lost some skaters but there's plenty more waiting in the wings to take their spot that brings us to the S's Southside Derby Dolls S2D2 in purple and teal established in January of 2012 
last year the force had a record of three and three, three wins, three losses, and we've got a few people here that are quite familiar with them. Yep, yep. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what can you tell us about the force this year, Denominator? No, that was going to be awesome. <laughs> um. I like so, that you're I, ma- maintaining your professionalism, your journalistic integrity. I can't. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't exist in me at all. So I bleed purple teal. So it's just not going to, I'm not going to be able to get rid of it. But no, you are, you know, people are going to, uh, it's like a fair bit from us. Um, I think people are just, um, I'm not too sure what to expect also because we've lost Anna War and she's gone off to SRDL, which is a gain for them, a huge loss for us. But in saying that, we've also um, picked up a few extra skaters from around the way. That so You'll see some familiar faces from other leagues that have now come and joined SGD too. You will yeah. read out the line up soon and you'll, you'll be presently surprised. Um, we've also the absolute honour and privilege to bring on board um, Aprila the Hun, who is obviously, you know, famed for taking um, taking SRDL's assassins to the championship of Eastern Region. She's the voice behind the Unicorns bench. She's a, you know, an amazing skater and an even better coach. So we are, the force of being made to work really, really hard and their teamwork is just second to fucking none at the moment. So it's going to be... So last year, 2012, um, Southside started their bouting career against Western Sydney Rollers, Hellfire Honeys, in a pretty big loss in a mini-bout there. 71 played 19. Um, It was the first bout, and there was a lot of talk of, like, we just weren't playing together, and... I think... Yeah, sorry, I think we needed that loss, um... You know, most of us, most of you, everybody knows that we were a split from a different league. We played together. We did fairly well playing together. This other, our old league, this is the first time we played under the S2D2 flag. And we just we just thought that we were going to be able to carry over what we had done before. And we couldn't. And we and it was clear that we had lost our 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 gel somewhere along that line, along the lines. And we just needed to work on it. So we needed that butt kicking by the Hellfire. But that fueled the fire something something fierce, and we we walked away from that to train hard, and I think came out on top in the end. Um, and then that led into Eastern Region, where we beat Central Coast as discussed, and lost um, pretty convincingly to the Snipers, and into the quarterfinals against Canberra's Vice City Brawlers. Um, nine skaters. Sorry, With With nine, nine skaters. Um, For a full length. Out. And then yeah. <laughs> third one of the day. <laughs> we rounded out 2012 with two wins on the trot against five by five competitors, hard as discussed, and Central Coast as well. Um, so ended up the season three and three. But Gnomes, I'll get you to read the roster and see who's lining up for Southside this year. Sure, no worries. With my, it's my pleasure to read out the force for round one is Agridite, Apocalypse, uh, Britney Spear Tackle, Pat Fink, Danny Hell, Fairy Bled, Glam Torino, Impure Blonde, My Wifey and Captain, Killer B, <laughs> um, London yeah. Brawling, Pop War, Cyclone Silla, and last but definitely not least, Show No Mercy, and coach for, um, for the force is Apocalypse Hunt. Um, one thing I think to note, interesting, is that from our first bout in June up until now, and we're only talking nine months, the the team is completely different. Um, yeah. Obviously, we maintained the losses pretty good, Anawar being the only person leaving the league, but, I mean, injuries caused a lot of issues last year. Denominator, you were one of those um, now looking to get back into the team once your injury is well under, well cleared and, you know, back to fighting form. But a couple of the girls last year sort of were in and out of the lineup because of injury. We've got a nine-month injury at the moment with Strawberry Slaughter Cake out of the lineup. So although the team looks good on paper, I think one of the big issues, and this is going to be up to Aprila, the Han, to sort of bring the team together, is going to be gelling. Um, putting a lot of new personalities into the lineup. I mean, if you look at what we went to in June, there was only five of the current girls on there that were playing 
in that June bout. And then from Eastern Region, even to Hard and Central Coast, we added so many new players into that mix. The new girls joining the team this year are Cat Fink, um, a transfer from Inner West. Danny Hell, um, used to be known as Defcon Danny from Newcastle, Newcastle. Dockyard Dames. Um, we've also got Paul Favor joining us from Inner West and Shona Mercy from Sydney Roller Derby League. And no yeah, Anna War. A... No Anna. Yeah. No Anna War, which breaks my heart every time I... <laughs> Every time I have to think about it, but um, you know, those are some those are pretty interesting names. Uh, Shona's pretty well known from her days over at the Beauty School knock- Knockouts, and Danny Hell, formerly known as Defcon, um, from the Dames. She had a really big impact at the Dames, and I know Newcastle absolutely loved her. So we are absolutely thrilled to have these skaters come over the come over the dark side, and hopefully um, they just you know they're just an addition to an already really strong team. Kiki, what do you remember playing against the Force in November last year? Well, of course, we've got Animal sitting here, and she was a big contender in the last game that we played, the last couple of games that we played with you guys. I always love trying to block Animal, <laughs> but um, <laughs> but definitely um, Killer Bee, incredible player, uh, very bled. I think that I think the team. Uh, like I'm really excited to, as uh, well, we've just sort of discussed this as well. We're really excited to skate against you guys with the new additions as well, and just seeing how you guys are going to be working together with the new um, coach that you have got, which is a prelima. Like that's going to be pretty. It's going to be a night. That's for sure. Yeah, I have to say, um, the, the in regards to the gelling of the team. Um, I've gone out to Southside most Sundays after our own training. <laughs> and, can't say goodbye. Uh, can't spy. That, that was like she said that like it was an admission. Out of me. You know, you know when you break up with someone, but you still yeah. just be friends forever. Yeah, I'm. I'm <laughs> you just I'm, don't get I'm the good stuff. I'm not spending a lot of time with them. I'm just going over there just to sort of pick up some stuff and. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, I don't think um, the force really need to be worried too much about the gelling. Um, went out there to scrimmage and to be told by April, like, you have to play against them. Um, I'm like, okay, I won't play with them, I'll play against them. And um, it's it's just like I remember it. Even though I was on the opposing team for scrimmage, um, you they really don't miss a beat, the uh, transfers and new additions to the team. Actually, I don't think there are any in regards to from veteran force skaters. Um, so yeah, the oh, I was just saying, there's no uh, new additions of force skaters. Like all the ones that have that are on there have been on the force before. They have. Uh, Lam Torino yeah. missed a good portion of last year. Um, she made her again. debut bout against Western Sydney and then played as a borrowed skater with Hard and unfortunately broke her leg in that <laughs> bout. Yeah, um, and she so she's made a, a pretty strong comeback as well and, and one of the injured skaters that I mentioned. So when I say the lineup was in a bit of flux last year, if you look at the team now, like um, Glam Torino missed a good portion of last year, Impure Blonde missed a good portion of last year. Um, People like Britney Spear Tackle, Agridiety were only there for the last two bouts. Um, whereas we've got people like Denominator who also went down with injury. Strawberry Slaughter Cake not in the lineup. So Lula Love Skates not in the lineup. Um, so there's a few people that have sort of, you know, it's a, it's a little bit up and down, but definitely no one making their debut anyway in that team. No. And we've been pretty lucky as far as the transfers coming in are all. Um, somewhat experienced skaters as well, but yeah. who would you re- who would you recommend for listeners and or to keep their eye on? Who's going to be- really make a big impact this year? Um, I think it's going to be Paul Favor. Um, yeah, she one of the the she was always one of the standout players from Inner West whenever we went over there, and um, I hadn't seen her play since. Uh, uh, their home bout that they their very first home bout the, the end of last year, yep. but um, 
she stood out there, but nowhere near as much as what she stands out now when I see her scrimmaging at S2. Um, it's like she is butter, uh, a hot knife through butter, and she just breaks breaks through that pack without really um, breaking a sweat at all. I've I've done some contact drills with Pofuro, and I was left with a bruise on my sternum. And she's a small girl. I'm twice her size, and she flippin' demolished me. So, she, yeah, she's definitely a and someone to watch out for. Um, I am going to say to keep you... I know she's played... Um, you know, she's a bit of a veteran force skater. I'm going to say keep your eyes to her for London brawling. She has... Her confidence has gone up. Her fitness has gone up. Um, she's blocking like an absolute machine and hopefully we'll see with a star a little bit as well. But So keep your eyes to her for London. She's going to fuck you up. I'm expecting a lot this year. Obviously, I think Killer also, B. Um, Agri- I believe she's going to be making. Yeah, I was going to say Agridite, I think, is going to be a, a big part of the team this year as well. I think she's going to um, start jamming a little bit more, I think. Um, and from what I've seen of her jamming this year, uh, she's cut back on her penalties and she's been making some really effective um as well. And always uh, Apocalypse, who just. Uh, Guns me with how far she's come in such a short amount of time. She's getting better and better. But anything else people want to add to Southside Derby Dolls? And the just that they are awesome and then they will be Crickets. a force to be reckoned with. Oh, puns. I like it. I'm trying to stay out of this part because I'm all fucking pudsy. <laughs> Alright, so that's the season preview. A bit of insight into each of the teams there. Some skaters that you might not know. Some teams that you might not know all that much. Hopefully gave you a little bit of insight, some background into them. But round one, this weekend, March 16 at Central Coast Youth Club, Washington Avenue at Niagara Park. Um, doors open at 4.30. Bout kicks off at 5.30. Doubleheader each round. Tickets available. Go to 5x5derby.com. But we're going to see two... Rematches from last year. First bout is Blue Mountains Roller Derby League taking on hard kamikazes. What do you girls think is going to happen in this bout? I'm going Blue Mountains over hard. Right. <laughs> I'm going to say the same thing, and I think it's going to be really close. Yeah, it's going to be like, it's going to be freaking bees dig away from each other, but it's, yeah, Blue Mountains over hard. This is a hard point. I think they're all going to be so close, or it's just, yeah, it's going to be a... Nail biter. You still got to call it. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah get off I'll, the fence. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I love my hard girls, and I'd love to see them come out with the win. But I think Blue Mountains may just tip the edge. Elizabeth slammed. I think we know which way you're going to lean. I mean, obviously I'm going to go for my team, but I mean, like they beat us last year. But then when we scrimmage with them this year, I mean, not only scrimmage, but we beat them in scrimmage quite convincingly. So I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm going for my team. Okay, I think yeah, I reckon we'll do it. I yeah, do think it's going to be pretty close. I am tipping Blue Mountains to win only because Hard has so many new girls uh, making the debut, and I know that they're obviously training and scrimmage is important. But and it's not like they're going to be starstruck or anything. But I think just um, the experience and being able to stay intact. Um, over the last 12 months and keep relatively the same team. And once you've got that jam rotation of, as I said earlier, Misbehave, Mulan Brewers and Rapidash, uh, I think they're going to cause some havoc for hard, even though that massive pack's going to definitely do some damage as well. So it's going to be a close one, but I am tipping Blue Mountain. So, Elizabeth, if you are correct, you can um, wave it in all of our faces come the next podcast. It's a pleasure. About to that night will be the home team, the Central Coast Roller Girls Valkyries, take on Southside Derby Dolls, the force, in a rematch. Of what? Well, the third bout. It's the third bout, Kiki. It's like, I, like seriously, I'm sure my hips know you girls, you know, by heart by now. <laughs> Who are you? Who are you tipping in this one? Um, thinking just a little bit, uh, maybe CRJ. <laughs> <laughs> just surprise, putting it surprise. out there. Elizabeth Slander, yeah, no. you're picking in the second bout of the evening. Um, I don't know. It's going to be a close one, and I know the loss of animals. It's always going to have some sort of impact on, but 
still thinking STD too, but it's going to be a tight one. Yeah. I don't think I need to ask who you're picking names. And <laughs> this is a good thing that this podcast is going to have a bit of bragging and sort of talking <laughs> shit going forward. I'm going to enjoy it. I'm so sorry, but I, 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 before we started recording, I said, "Good idea to have skaters on this." Like, you know what I'm like. I'm, I'm kind of ridiculous on the side. I'm like, wait till I'm on the track. I'm like, no, nah, all cool. We'll be all right. I went, okay. That's fine. That's okay. what people want to hear. <laughs> they don't like me being all neutral in the middle and playing the uh-huh. trying to incorporate everyone into it. They want to hear like fandom, I guess. Yeah, it was trash talk because I just think that that's not fair and not very nice. But I will just either way. I think it's going to be a hell of a bout. Round one of 5 by 5 kicking off this Saturday. We're going to interview a lot of skaters on the evening, um, see if our predictions come true. And why I didn't get yours, but I'm assuming you're picking Southside? Uh, uh, you assume correctly. <laughs> I too am in the Southside <laughs> camp. I would be a very vi- bad vice president if I did not. Um, so I'm picking Southside. But that's all happening this Saturday, March 16. Get your tickets still available. Go to 5x5derby.com. Find us on Facebook. I have to get someone to tweet, tweet the scores live during the bouts as well. Follow us on Twitter. Find us on Facebook, 5x5derby.com. We're going to be back with a round two preview and a recap of round one in a couple of weeks' time. But until then, you're listening to Viva La Derby's 5x5 podcast, and we'll see you next time. I'm the Big Kahuna. I'm Denominator. I'm Anna Wall. I'm Kiki Chaos. And I'm Elizabeth Slamda. We That's one great number!